Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello and welcome to another classic episode of the Winner Is You podcast. If this is your first time listening, well, think of us as your classic friendly neighborhood video game boot club not this week we'll get to that we pick a game then scurry off and play it before we get back together to have a deep dive discussion talk ins and outs ups and downs and hopefully offer little light entertainment all along the way it's all lighter entertainment this week folks because we don't have a game for you whether you've well i was going to say whether you've played the game alongside us you may have played some of these games alongside us um the annual A Winner Is You Spooktoberfest, I guess, the, is this the final instalment of Spooktoberfest, Alex? Is this somewhere in the middle? What is the, this? This will be, well... When is this coming out? Because right. you, you'll be anywhere but horror, I guess, by then. Well, you'll be sweating up a horror, that's, maybe. That's my everyday horror, yeah. Uh, this is, well, if you count Alan Wake 2, which we'll, we'll have to do in November because it comes out too late in the month, that yes. could be the final entry. But yeah, this probably is the... Spooktober final entry. The official, the final official entry <laughs> yeah. into Spooktoberfest. We have a nice old, well, old, this is only the second one we've done, I think, video game draft. Yes. And we're going to be talking all things horror games. So, well, that sinks in. And you mac- match accent to podcast. I think I trip over that every single week. My name continues to be David and sitting... Let's say 31 miles across from me is Mr. Alex Aldridge. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, I'm a Frankenstein, Alex. I'm still scary. Nice. Uh, see, it's it's now into the, like, three degrees odd in Scotland now, so I'm into my, like, I've got my fleece yeah. on now, but I'm sitting. I see you're sitting with a nice themed Always. t-shirt on for Always. the for horror. Shaun of the, the, the Dead that I see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did have to wear a hoodie out of the house today, and we had to put the heat on oh. yesterday. So, oh dear, that's it. Oh, you don't have a choice either. I I grip on to not putting the heat on as long as human possible. I don't have a, I don't have a child in the house. Exactly, exactly. Because my father-in-law put the heating on while he was looking after my daughter. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had it on. But he he deemed it necessary for a two-year-old's <laughs> immune system or whatever for it not to die. Yeah, but yeah, it's a win. Seems like it was summer last week. Like we had a weird Indian summer where it was like 20... We, not the Scottish. The English had a weird Indian summer where it was like 25 degrees and I was dripping with sweat. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden it's freezing, which is great. I've been waiting for this. This is your, your, You get your life back for six months or so. Yeah, I can wear other clothes than shorts. Madness. Do you wear socks inside still, or do you still go barefoot? Yeah, I've got some socks on. I mean, I left them on after I got back from work, but Hmm. I'm wearing joggers, so... Living the dream, mate. We're we're sufficiently dark and cold for this spooky draft, that's for sure. Ha! Draft! It's drafty. Is it drafty? (laughs) No, otherwise I'd live in a really shit house. Yeah, your house (laughs) is too new to be drafty just yet. Yeah. Give it time, give it a few years. I haven't done anything disgusting in the toilets recently to, to talk about and have put up as a uh, YouTube short with a big picture of an anus, so that's good. That's a victory. Could not believe what I saw that today. Just, I mean, I've got no one to play for myself. I don't. Who asked me to tell these stories on a available podcast to the entire world? A podcast available to the entire world. Well, that's my assumption because I thought about it. I was like, I think there's like a two percent chance Alex won't like this, but then I was like, well. Nah, he put it on a podcast that we put out. If he, yeah. was, if he was going to be against that idea, then he just wouldn't have said it in the first place. So exactly. I was like, no, it's, go- it's going, it's going into the, it's going into the TikToks slash shorts. What's funny is that um, 
before you did that, I did think to myself, like, I could probably make a best of Alex's woes compilation and it'll be all those <laughs> times I've completely embarrassed myself on here talking about going for a piss at Tottenham or shitting on my own shoes or what else have I done? Going for about? a piss at Tottenham was a good one. Yeah. Trying to, did someone not try and pee over a oh, cubicle? Yeah. Was that not one yeah, as well? Yeah, pissing over the cubicle and me grassing him up. It doesn't even have to be toilets. I, my, one of my favourites are when you were... Was it you were scared to go to the swimming pool in case you got stabbed by a gypsy oh, yeah, or something? That. That, yeah, was a, yeah. that was a strong one. I was already there! I was swimming and saw the camper vans out the window in the car park and thought, I can't, I can't escape quick enough. I'm not a good enough swimmer. <laughs> if they dive in with like flippers on and knives, I'm fucked. You're done. Yeah. You're done. If they've got amphibious camper vans and decide they want to run me over, well, that's the end of me. Game over. Yeah. Boy, absolutely done. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's that scares me more than any horror game. That's for sure. The they, of... Maybe we could make a a a Gippo horror game. Maybe be a a pretty good one. Curse of the Gypsies. That's true. They probably that in fact you could Gypsy probably tie curse. that in because they they definitely do put curses on each other. I would guess so. Gypsy Curse has got to be in some horror film somewhere. I feel like one of the so... evil. I feel like the remake of so the it's Evil even... Dead is kind of a Gypsy Curse, isn't it? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's that, true. That actually, there's the something quite uh, Romany gypsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I, there's even gypsies made in. Uh, there's um, some James Bonds that's got gypsies in it. So they get around the old gypsies, <laughs> as well as breaking down fences to park in fields <laughs> and being in boxing matches in snatch or whatever it is. Yeah, I want to use the parky. Uh, I watched the ring after we played here. The American version. I- so that's I think I think that's the only one I um, I've maybe seen all of them now. I'm trying to think. Who's the what is it the ring, the Japanese one that's got the little scary kid? It doesn't arrow it in down. it. Mm. <laughs> it's the one where she comes I, out of the TV. If you watch the video, you got Yeah, yeah, it's the, the one she comes out of the TV. Um is there more are there more scary people in the American ring? Like or is it just the girl coming out of the TV? Like is there um, a wee boy that looks a bit like Mowgli but with makeup on? <laughs> no. Right, okay. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Uh, the Grudge, maybe, I think. Oh, that's it? Yeah, okay. That's the one where they're like, make that... Uh, yeah. Um, Terrifying. No, The Ring... Yeah, there's like a scary woman in the video that you that they, if you watch, you, mm-hmm. you then die. Um, but no, it's mainly How good just, would you be if you were a... How does that work? Is it a demon that lives in the video? What is it? Because like... The advent of DVDs must have been absolutely gutting for this demon. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, because part of it, like, well, it's all it's more gutting for anybody who watches the film because if you have watched The Ring, the only way you survive dying after seven days is if you make a copy of the tape and then show somebody else. But once streaming and, like, Kazar and LimeWire came into the picture and Napster... Well then, does that count? Do you get? I mean, and if it does count, then you can just get rid of the curse like that, just torrent it. Yeah, just torrent. Absolutely out. fine. Um, it's still a good film, though. It's, it's good. It was. Uh, I, I feel like I want to watch the Japanese one afterwards, but instead, I've switched over to watching Twin Peaks because we played some Alan Wake. I need to get to that. Um, the only sort of horror adjacent thing I've managed to do is I went to see a haunting in Venice at the cinema on Sunday morning. How did Venice? Which was. That? Sorry? How did Venice survive said haunting? 
Uh, not well. It's <laughs> it's a Poirot. It's a Poirot. Oh movie. yeah, I remember you saying about that now. Yeah, it's um, and I was a big fan, or sort of. I sort of enjoy those. Like they're just sort of brainless fun. Those things. It's like, haha! I figured out this implausible series of events, and I know exactly what you've done. I just find them quite fun. And does he then this always one, sit people down to tell them in like a drawing room how he's figured it out? A lot of the time, yes, yeah, good. yes, good, good, good. Um, so this is the third one. It's the only one that is not a remake of a previous movie, um, and I, I think it's the worst. There's a podcast I listen to with very well established and well known respected critics who think it's great. I do not like. It. I do not like it ah. so much. I was quite bored. Ah. So, yeah, you've done a better job than me. Oh, I watched some of Evil Dead so, Rise, but it was terrible. And so mm. I didn't finish it. And then I saw KDB said it was great. And <laughs> I felt... <laughs> oh, no, poor KDB. Uh, but I've got like half an hour to go, but I don't know when I'll go back because the characters are awful. And mm. if you've got... If you're trying to make an Evil Dead film that's not going to have Bruce Campbell in it as Ash, and then... You've got like annoying teenagers. You've fucked it. Like, yeah, you've gone as far away from Bruce Campbell as you could possibly go. Mm-hmm. It did yeah, have so. as the main freaky like woman who gets possessed and turned into the big evil dead monster. Um, the the like queen who marries Ragnar Lothbrok in Vikings. Really, queen? What was her name? Not the I one we like, who can't Kalansi, fight. But I think I've just made that up. So, yeah, I know the this sort of redheaded one. Yeah, who looks a bit like a cat. Yeah, yeah, her. She's like a cat slash Kajit from uh, the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Her. She's like the mother of all these annoying children, and uh, bit like Vikings. Then just the same thing. Good point. She's used to it. Typecast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've done a lot better than me. Um, I I need uh, to get to Twin Peaks. Yeah, I think um, you've you've. I, it's been something. I've, it's been on my since Alan Wake became a thing. So back in yeah. 2010, it has been on my sort of radar of. Oh, I need to watch that, and then I'm like, Nah, don't. And then I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I do. And then I'm like, Nah. And then I was fully nah. And then you started going on about it today, and I was like, Oh, I just need to get this out of my system. If I watch it and I hate it, actually, that's a good thing because I can just move on with my life. Yeah. But then yeah. I may like it, but there's not much of it, is there? It's quite short no. as well. Oh uh, yeah. There's like, well, there's three series, couple. but they only have like ten episodes in. Maybe not. Is it that. three old series and one new series? Is that how no, it goes? Two, or is there two, two old. old, one? Too old, a, a prequel film, and then the new series. Okay. The only reason I knew about Twin Peaks was from The Simpsons, where Homer's watching it, and there's like a guy dancing with a horse under a traffic light, and he's like, it's damn fine coffee you got here in Twin Peaks, and damn good cherry pie. And then Homer goes, ha ha, brilliant. I have absolutely no idea what is happening. Yeah. So I've been watching <laughs> it forever, thinking, I'm never going to understand this. Is it going to be too batshit? But I've only just watched the pilot, and that was very straightforward. Just sets up a pretty good murder mystery that does hasn't done anything fucky yet. Other than um, there, there's a shot in a school I think where these two people are talking, and in the background, there's just a guy like at his locker. And he does like a little Michael Jackson spin, clicks his fingers, and then he does this dance move off the screen. You're gonna have to watch the YouTube video for this, lads. He does this. Oh. And then he had just exits the stage. It was amazing. It came from absolutely nowhere, and I absolutely pissed myself. But I don't, I don't know what the hell it is. 
Maybe we'll have to put it I out on do... Twitter or something. I'll find it. We'll put yeah, it I, I'm going to say, I, I think that I am going to be confused by this because this is falling into the the JRPG category of I am not sure if I'm meant to be finding this funny or not. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched any David Lynch stuff? I don't think so. I, I don't think I've watched a lot. Um. I know Mulholland Drive is a big one that one of our lecturers at uni used to go on about. Yeah, I've not seen that. Yeah, I'm going to say no. He did the OG. Was that like the OG Dune or is there an earlier? Well, it's a, the book was written in like the 1960s, so it's maybe the first movie. Yeah. Blue, oh, Blue, Blue Velvet is one people always go on about. And The Elephant Man, I forgot he did that. I've seen that. I haven't seen a razor head. He did a Duran Duran video and a Nine Inch Nails one. Don't know. There is big ones, I think, like Blue Velvet... Mulholland Drive and that other one I just said a minute ago. Yeah, I've not seen any David Lynch stuff then. No, me neither. It'll be funny watching this because like The Simpsons, a lot of The Simpsons, or there are, I I don't want to be reductive like that, there are a lot of Simpsons episodes that are riffs on established IPs, so it would be fun to see how many you pick up because you've done The Simpsons first. Um, There's definitely, I think it's when Mr. Burns gets shot and... Chief Wiggum is trying to think about it like in the evening and then he drinks some warm cream and falls asleep and he has like a dream and Lisa's like speaking backwards in it and I th- oh. that is a riff on I think the prequel film. I think. Oh, excellent. Or, or Millhouse is talking backwards. Maybe somehow. that actually in my attempt and failure to do horror this month other than games um, maybe I could... Maybe maybe there's a, a playlist that exists where I could watch all the Simpsons trios of horror. That would be fun. That's actually a good shout. David. I don't know if there's well a playlist, done. but it's on Disney Plus, so you just have to flick through. Yeah, just th- see. So if the thought of is like season one, then scrolling through to see if there's a Treehouse of Horror, I'm not going to do it. I can't be bothered. But if there's an easy sort of click and play option, yeah, then, well, then be, maybe they should they should do that. They should collate mm-hmm. them together so that, yeah. We'll find out. I'll check back on the next episode of the classic Owen Energy podcast to yeah. let you know how I've got on. It'll probably be the next next because we're doing this out of order, aren't we? Yeah. The curtain. Yeah. <laughs> next oh, for you, dear listener. Say. Anyway, we're not here to talk about what Alex and I have, or Alex has been watching and what I've not been watching. We're here to talk the video game draft do you want to is it, this is your baby Alex do you want to give them a quick rundown of the rules here and what we're going for yes so this is very similar to the sports video game draft we did about a month ago before all of this horror stuff kicked off so this is just that with a horror theme so there are 10 categories um, I have decided that franchises may only be represented twice per player podcaster which whatever. I think is generous if you had said once I'd have been on board for that so really? you've done twice, but I'm, really? I'm quite I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's do once. Let's do once. Oh, good God. So, okay. there we go. Oh, no. In my, in my first picks, I've got... Oh, actually, I'm looking through my first picks right now, and I think I'll only double up on a franchise once. Yeah, so it doesn't mean I need to switch one out. And I suspect you're going to pick both of them, so I may have to pick others. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. David and I will take it in turns. We will flip a coin in a minute to see who goes first. Obviously, you cannot pick the same game that somebody else has picked. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can each pick categories in any order. It doesn't matter. We don't have to follow the other person on. It's 
tactical and all that stuff then we'll stick it up on our twitter account and probably the instagram as well which we'll give at the end of the show you can go and vote on whose is better i won the sports one so david needs to catch up and get himself a win the categories that we are picking from this time around are survival horror game action horror game psychological horror game first person horror game scary non-horror game indie horror game 20th century horror game horror shooter horror themed game and a free pick at the end so we need a coin flipping app don't we right call it heads it is heads yes i'm going straight in with non-scary non-horror game okay and i'm going to pick bloodborne bollocks I, i basically in that in the in my sort of lists for this game this category i was i just basically listed my favorite souls games in order (laughs) i don't know if there's much many games i can think of where i'm like standing about to go toe-to-toe with a boss and thinking i want to be anywhere else but here (laughs) yeah here i am yeah um and just the fear that that game induces like you don't know what's around every corner that i think the the other one of the of well the other the other two sort of like am i going to pick these am i not i mean like i'm if i'm picking a winner category i'm fully aware that i'm in the minority in that my favorite souls game is potentially dark souls 3 i would need to think about it but i know that people wouldn't agree with that so Mm. i think i thought i can't pick that and the other obvious one was elden ring um pretty scary and i and that is very scary, and there are aspects of that game that are very horror-like. Um, I just kind of thought the sort of theme of Bloodborne was much more in fitting, in keeping with this um, draft that we're doing tonight. Yeah, so I, thought, it's, it's, I mean, it could, it could be labelled a horror game if it wasn't so entrenched within being an action RPG Souls game. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. The themes are all there. You've got even got Lovecraft influences. Who's an actual horror writer? You've got werewolves yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a great show. It's it's also. I also was having a, a sort of internal giggle while I was going through these categories as well. And it's just the sort of like the way that categories have evolved over time, and that like it's almost the most true survival horror game there is. Yeah, <laughs> and that, like actually just getting from point to yeah. point is is the point in surviving. It really, um, is. but yeah, I thought um, essence of or spirit of this podcast category selection plus what is Alex maybe going to pick? I'm going yeah. straight in my non-skating or horror game. It has to be Bloodborne, one of my favorite games of all time. Agreed, really amazing. Which is funny to say as well because I do I have to be in the mood for a Souls game. Souls like, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'd want to go back and play Bloodborne in thirty FPS now that everyone keeps going on and on and on about it. Even though I never had an issue with it before, I think I would now just because it's in my head. Because you've been told, yeah, yeah. just like how you you waited till I completed Alan Wake to tell me about the left handedness. But maybe we'll come back to that. <laughs> we would definitely come, <laughs> or back we to have that. talked about that previously. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. So David has taken my pick for scary non horror game, but I was really hoping he wasn't going to go for what I'm about to pick now, which is horror-themed game, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, great choice. Um, I don't think I need to say a lot about Castlevania Symphony of the Night because there's a podcast. Check out another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, of course, 
if you're talking horror themed games, Dracula. I mean, it's got all the horror themes in one game. It's got zombies in it. It's got yeah. werewolves. It's got Dracula. It's got all that shit. Ghosts. Everything. Just two. There you go. Bloodborne and Symphony of the Night potentially are two of my top five games ever. Yeah, bit cool, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah something that's quality. So good. Yeah. Absolutely adore that game. Right. Go for it. Oh, what am I going to pick next? This feels nasty, and it's not meant to be nasty, but if we're playing this... You have to. Tactic, You've got to tactically, get a win. I've got to. So I'm going to go Survival Horror game, Yeah. and I'm going to pick Resident Evil 2 Remake. Remake, okay. Yeah, I think the remake's better than the OG. So, well, we'll see you next year, won't we? There. When we've yeah. gone back, <laughs> Resident Evil Two remake again. There is already a podcast about I, that. Everybody. Yeah, again, that's not hard. Not hard. Um, not too much to say. It is the game that reinvigorated the Resident Evil franchise. They made significant changes between the two games, but they did it. They did everything you would have hoped. They maintained the suspense. They maintained the fear. I think uh, Mr. X is terrifying until you sort of figure him out and then he sort of loses a bit of his fear. But Mm. that first encounter with him and then the realisation that he follows you around, plus the videos that were going around at that time where you realised he was always in the map. He doesn't despawn. And he comes into save rooms as well. Does he? Well, the main one, like the main hall, he comes in there, doesn't he? Which is Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if yeah. Marvin is hanging around. In yeah, there. you're right, he does. Yes. Um, and uh, there's so many moments that every player that's played this game will have had where they're been like standing in one of, like, I, the, the one I remember is the save room that has got the photo development section at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Every time you open the door, it's just there. Plus yeah. tick, plus liquor. Yeah, that, there. Oh, so anyway, yeah. that's my pick. Yeah. That's, two out of the three games so far we've got podcasts on previously listeners so you know where to go if you want more of that <laughs> david has obviously yes. taken resident evil out of the running for any of the other ones now for himself yes yes and i did have so this was the only franchise i had yeah another resident evil game for i would have thought that would be the case i i did have two originally as well so do you want to take a my... stab go on do you want to take a guess at what resident evil game i had yeah, I would have said it. I would have said you you went into first person horror and had seven. I did think about that, but I actually had horror shooter and I had plopped in RE four. Yeah, remake that as would well. work. Yeah, that would work. I <laughs> I'm going to go for something else that I think probably would have been your first pick, and I am going to go to 20th century horror game and pick Parasite Eve. Oh, good choice. So it sounds like that wasn't your pick for that. It was not my pick, no. I feel that there's also a cheeky uh, other pick for that genre, for that category that we've covered before that technically is not the same franchise as something else. (laughs) Does it start with a dino and end with a crisis? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good show as well. Three out of the four there. We have podcasts about previously. Parasite Eve. We almost did the second one this year, but it's apparently quite a lot worse than the first one because the first one is just so unique. Uh, Not just for having the wankiest end boss that could fuck your like hours of play up just through being touched by it, which is stupid. 
in stage three of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just why are there no other JRPG horror games? There just should be more, but there are. Oh, there should be because this one's so good as well. Yeah. Like so good because like, because like it desperately needs a remake i googled so when we were talking about parasite eve covering parasite eve 2 i googled it and watched a short video on it and i was sort of skimming through a, a let's play mm. and like the takeaway from it I, I realized that there was like the main character was running about with like a final fantasy 7 sword on his back and i was like well this is not what i was expecting really yeah i'll need to find it and show you what yeah. that what i saw because it was is that not the Just third nothing one? Like, it could be. It could the be. PSP I did one, Google. That might be. Well, I was going to say Google, but I YouTubed Parasite Eve 2 long play or whatever. Basically, I, someone playing through the game without speaking, and I was just skimming through it, and I saw that. So I could have clicked on it. You know what I've like in terms of, we just had a discussion about I know, the Gears podcast. I read things and don't take in information. <laughs> so Yeah, well, that's, that's everybody. There's every chance it could have been three, and I just didn't look because I Googled three or searched three two sorry and then clicked on three anyway the thing that put that made me want to play it that i may have to show to you is was basically a video that said parasite eve 2 is disappointing and i watched it all the way through and was like i still want to play that and they're Mm -hmm. basically saying to me i should still try it so yeah we will see yeah but parasite eve we may get to it one day i mean it doesn't desperately need a remake in the sense that it's not great to play now because it does mm. hold up perfectly well. It's just I wish there were more of these and that they would go back yes. to its roots and just do it again. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> now I've got one of two here. Okay. Um I'm gonna go for well, well, it's these two categories, right? One of two categories. Yes, one of two categories I'm looking for here. Yeah. I'm I'm basically just like Are these ones you think that you need to beat me. I want to get these games in, yeah, yeah. 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 Um I think you're unlikely. You're, there's a chance you won't pick that one, actually. So I'm going to go psychological horror game, and I'm going to pick Alan Wake. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that counts, right? That's yeah, psychological. absolutely. So no, about, you read up on that, and that's what it says it is. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it's a shock because we've not, we, as yet, although you're listening to a different order, as yet we've not done the podcast about it, but the, I, I bloody loved that game. Man. Brilliant. So good. Really, really good. <laughs> so I actually good. Like, liked it, it more than I did when I played it the first time. Yes, I fully agree with that. Yes, I feel, fully would agree with that. Because I remember enjoying the gameplay the first time around, but thinking the story was actually a bit nuts. But I, fo- I actually followed the story fairly coherently throughout. Yeah, um, It is nuts, and it is silly, and it is a bit OTT, but perfectly followable, perfectly legible, understood what was going on the whole time. I actually found myself on various occasions sitting listening to the manuscript pages being read, which I don't know if I did last time. Like... Yes, very much like. Mm. Although I will say, do not like Alan Wake as a person. Don't mm. want to be his friend, mm. and I do not like his wife either. Like no. I, that, it was the moment where I you walked in. The two two moments. Yeah, no, it's one moment. Um, the scene in the game where you he wakes up and he's got hangovers at start of chapter five. Uh, yeah, and he puts on sunglasses. If anybody has ever done that, that's had a hangover in their life and actually put on sunglasses. Email into this show and tell me because I I think that is a thing that people don't do. The next yeah. thing is he he was just like weirdly argumentative, and then he put on the TV show of him being interviewed on TV, and he was the most like sickly, bulky, like horrible human being. And I was just and he was just like, 
it, or he's like, buy the book, it's good, or something like that. I was like, oh, oh my God, yeah. you're making me want to vomit. So it's funny that Sam like Lake Wait. is on that TV show, though. And Who's Sam Lake? Sam Lake is the like creative director at Remedy Games, but he's also Max Payne's face for Max Payne 1 and 2. Shit, yeah, sure. Is that... Who is on that screen? On the so they're in that TV show. He's not playing Alan Wake, right? No, 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 no. Who but is he? When Who Alan Wake's he? on that chat show with that guy, he's sat next yeah. to Sam Lake, and at the end they go, "Oh shit, Alan Wake!" And he's. We also have Sam Lake on the show. And well, I must have not. No, I must have not clicked yeah. when he said that because I didn't recognize the name. Yeah, okay. I think Amazing. he's in. The, I think great. he's in Alan Wake too, though, isn't he? Sam Lake. Mm. We'll find out. Sam Lake's I'm a not dude, sure. a proper dude. Um, oh yeah, Alan Wake. What was I going to say? Oh, um, I think part of the reason that I just found out in doing some of the research that you'll have already heard, listener, on the previous pod. Um, so this is repeated information. Uh, the reason I maybe didn't like it as much the first time around is it came out on the exact same day as Red Dead Redemption. So, ah, uh, yeah, that, that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah, that may have done it. Because I always think of um, Alan Wake as a cult classic. I think it is because, because it, it seems, sold like 125,000 yeah. in its first two weeks, whereas Red Dead sold one and a half million. So, yeah, fair. Yeah, it got eaten alive. Yeah, that makes yeah it makes sense. Um, yeah, refer back to the previous podcast, I guess, for more in depth talk. Because I'm, I'm I'm also aware that you and I haven't spoken about this yet, but I've, I've got so much to say about it. But I'm hold, I best better hold back, right? <laughs> yeah. Ah, so psychological horror game you've just done, so I don't actually need to. No, you're safe unless I pick that game and try and try and force it into another category, which I I think is quite in like uniquely compared to the last draft we did. That is a risk with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I would have put Alan Wake somewhere else, and I would have kept psychological horror for something else. You could have put it in shooter. Yeah, I would, would you put it in there? No. No. No, I'd have put it in action horror game. Okay. And actually, now you've done that, I'm going to go action horror game. I'm okay. going to go... I'm going to go Resident Evil 4, the original. Oh, okay. That's taken it's out my choice. That's taken out my survival horror one, but I think I'm going to go for something different in there and be, and be happy with it. We have not covered that one. We've covered the remake this you're year. You're going for you're going for the OG. Yeah, I'm going for the OG. I'm trying to get the the purists vote. Yeah, fair. <laughs> those those who don't want to be able to walk and shoot at the same time and are happy with that. That that's who I'm going for. <laughs> you're going for the people that can't walk and shoot at the same time. Yeah, those dirty dinosaurs. Those who like a, a laser sight from the get go throughout the entire game, or those who want to use a Wii remote. That you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or or your or your or what what version is on iPhone these days? I, isn't that isn't that about to be the proper game? Is it going to be the proper one? Yeah, Great. I would quite like to see what the opening village section looks like in VR as well. But talking about yeah. recent things to do with that game, um, but that is a game I, I I look forward to eventually playing with you. Um, for you to do, yeah, no, compare yeah. it to the, to the remake. I'm very much looking forward to having to do that, go back and play sort of the OG RE4, the OG RE2, and then the remake of 3 as well, I guess. Yeah. I um, So I was going to put Resident Evil 2 in my survival horror one, so I've got to think of something else now. One, um, I, don't, I know you're not going to pick this, because you have never talked to me about it, 
But one of my other choices for action horror game was a game called The Suffering. Hmm, not sure what that is. I um, recognise it. I'm going to have to Google it. This is like an OG Xbox era game. Um, I think spiritual successor to Shadow Man, I believe. Ah, okay. Um, but that has... It's very dark, quite action-heavy. But Baby heads on a dog's body? Is that something in sounds this Sounds about right, oh yeah. And there are moments in that game where you'll be walking around and it will just flash up like a horrible ghostly face on the screen and make a horrible loud noise. <laughs> scared the fucking shit out of me. I just don't know if that holds up or if anybody cares. And also, I'm not going to put it in a genre where Resident Evil 4 exists. So, Looks an interesting game. We may have to pencil that in for a a consideration meeting on future podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, in an unlikely turn of events, I'm also going to pick action horror game. Oh, he's just not going to try to and make, pick up another category. Just to make... Well, this is just to make sure that oh, I get game this game. Yeah. I'm taking a game out because I Don't think it. it probably fits. So there's action horror game. I think it probably fits in... Don't do it. Horror shooter? No, don't do it. I don't know if this is the one you, you think you're it's going to be. Game, Dead Space Dead Space remake. Oh, the remake? Going for. Yeah, I think actually in hindsight. So like, it was an interesting sort of thing going back and playing the, the remake for our podcast. And have we done the original or had we no. just covered the original in various other guises of a Winner's You podcast yeah. when it was back just as a general podcast? Um, I think it's when it was a general podcast. I've got a vague memory of sitting on your bedroom floor saying how... There was a sort of, in this, this is 2023 David talking because I can't remember the exact words because I definitely wouldn't have used this turn of phrase, but almost like a sort of Castlevania esque like mm. bit where the, like, the, the Ishimura was this living thing that you have to backtrack and you end oh, up learning yeah, yeah. what it was. You don't do that <laughs> in, in the way that I thought you did uh, in the original, having, um, uh, but you do in the remake. Um, in the remake, you do actually travel around, and there is an actual train that you move around on and go from place to place to place. That doesn't. The original is more level based than I, I remembered in my head. So to me, the remake is a really good, an awesome realization, and a sort of faithful. This is what we would have made if we had the power that we had. It, it's an excellent back in the remake. Day. It really is. Yes. I don't know how well it even did numbers wise, but eight Callisto protocols dinner for starters probably. Well, that game's a disgrace. Trying to give it away yeah, for free on PlayStation Plus now, I still don't want it. <laughs> and I did, I did buy it originally, and you almost finished it. Yeah, you tried I to did, get through yeah. it, did you not? You yeah. did. Because didn't I return it? Is that what I did? Yeah. Yeah, or I, or I traded it in yeah. so quickly and then I was like, oh, I'm going to try and finish it before they come and pick it up. You saved me because you knew how excited I was for that game and I remember you'd got it and then you're just like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's <laughs> not good. I was like, okay, it's gone. It's dead to me. So that was your action horror game, wasn't it? Yep. So there's two categories, there's three categories. I don't think you're going to take my indie horror one, so I might leave that for now. You've done psychological horror already and I don't know where you fit my first choice for that. In so maybe I don't have it. So I'm going to leave that as well. I'm going to go for horror shooter game, and I'm going to go Doom, which we discussed just before we started mm-hmm. to record. That it uh, the OG Doom the OG for. yeah I think yeah 
because I think that was probably scary is a weird way to put it but that was probably quite a scary entity when I was a little kid playing that in one of these first sort of 3D first person games versus the 2016 remake which is just a fucking action romp supposedly Mm. scary but not really but Doom you know horror has it spans a lot of different meanings and genres not genres but you know I mean sub-genres and to look at the the aesthetics of Doom, it is, to me, like pure horror. It's all hell and demons. And- this is probably niche, but I think my favourite of the sort of OG Doom franchise before it got bethesda is um, Doom 64. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Shit. Oh, well. Fucked it now, aren't I? Um, I still think the original Doom is excellent, but yeah, you're right. Doom 64 probably uh, right. is scarier. You're right. <laughs> it probably is scarier yeah. than Doom. Shit, I completely forgot that existed. Oh, well. But yeah, I, mean, well, I don't need to say a lot about Doom, do I? I mean, it's fucking awesome. It's like, as David yeah, said, it's awesome. It's metal as fuck. Cause it, yeah. It's, yeah. But at the time, you know, people were going crazy about Doom. Like, parents everywhere were not happy that it existed because it was, you know, their kids running around doing disgusting gore, shooting up demons and horrible zombie blokes and all this kind of stuff. Little did they know Mortal Kombat was on the horizon to drive people right over the edge. That is true, yes, yes. But the most horrible thing about Doom, I think, is the little noises that the, you can hear, like the the imps making right, like round the corner where they're like... Yeah. Like, where the hell are you? So I don't... I mean, based off of our conversation before we started, your horror shooting is, is leaning in a different direction. Four picks each. We're about to hit halfway. I am going to go for... Oh, I'm just now going to have fun. The, the, not even worried about this anymore, because this is off the wall. That I don't think you, I don't think it was on your list at all. I'm going for a free pick, and I'm going to pick Returnal. Oh shit! I forgot love that you that actually game. liked it in the end. <laughs> Absolutely love that game. So good. Um, I think probably it fits into shooter as well. Yeah, it would also fit into horror themed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wouldn't fit in anything else really. But yeah, Returnal. Absolutely, I feel like that's. I, I'm trying to be honest to myself, and I think it's a free pick. Yeah, to me that. So yeah, that's where it's going. Such a good game. I don't really have. It's a it's a run based roguelike that is atmospheric, beautiful, just fun mm. to play. Like the the controls are nailed. They've nailed the controls. They're tight, responsive. Um, the the guns are fun to use. Yeah, it's just awesome. We were supposed to, maybe we weren't supposed to, but I think we we frequently talked about it being um, a podcast game. And I just think mm-hmm. time moved on past it and we just, we yeah. both played it, but we played it so far apart that it just didn't, it didn't come together for us to actually discuss yeah, it. I think so. But it's, it's incredible. Re- it took me a real, real effort to finish it though. Gets very, very difficult. Yeah, it does. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, you're right, though. That was not even considered by me at all. But it's got a real, like, alien feel to it, hasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it does. It A real alien feel, and there's sort of the, yeah, like, it just feels sort of dark and dangerous to me, a lot of it. Um, yeah, it's just a great game. That I fully, ex- I fully accept that it's, that's kind of why I put it in free pick. I fully accept that it's not a classic horror game. But I think I think it fits. 
crashing on a like you're saying crashing on a, an alien planet with the it's got psychological elements to it as well yeah i think you, we could have made an argument for that too i think free pick there was probably the one chance that you had to get another game that i'm thinking i'm going to pick later on but we'll we'll discuss that when we get there interesting I'm going to go first-person horror game, and I'm going to go for Condemned Criminal Origins. The oh, first time you stole one of my picks. <laughs> and now, oh, I was going to say I don't know what I'm going to pick, but I do have options open to me. Well, you had one that you mentioned earlier on. <laughs> I'm sure you yeah. don't actually want to say, but... I don't want to say it. I haven't eaten some humble pie on it, but I think it may be going in there because it's wholly appropriate. But Condemned, um, that I, I think I will remember the abandoned mall mm. level for the rest of my life that is truly scary that game <laughs> that game a game i've never managed to finish because i'm too scared of it but that we have to go back and play at some point yes um it's, it works on series x so it's there the option is there i've got um memories of the hand-to-hand combat being extremely um not using the word it's- <laughs> it's fucking um, savage it's absolutely savage it's savage, barbaric yes. it is yes. disgusting it is unsettling uh, just like when you'd see people scurrying about in the distance or like stuff just like cans and shit rolling around on the on the yeah. ground in front of you just like they're coming again it's the first game I remember doing that yeah sound design was really good had an incredibly mm. hilarious kicking animation from what I can remember where his foot just kind of yeah. levitates at a 90 degree angle forwards, <laughs> which no one kicks like that. And I'm pretty sure that the detective stuff wasn't terrible. I don't remember it being bad. I think it, there's a moment where it sort of jumps the shark and go, goes from like atmospheric, creepy horror game into just like full-blown um, extraterrestrial horror. Okay. Which you're either, you're either into that or you're not. So I was going to say, like, for, I remember for me, I wasn't into it at the time, but I don't want to say I'm not into it because... I think my taste may have changed. I may be more or less into it. Can't decide. <laughs> it's funny when we mentioned um, that TV show Dark the other day that my wife and I are watching, and when um, after the first episode, she was turned to me. She's like, "I'm so glad it just wasn't aliens again. I've got no time for that." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Didn't realise, but fair enough. Straight <laughs> to the back teeth of aliens. Um, right, we're halfway, oh. so. Let's go through what we've done so far. So for me, I have done horror-themed game, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, 20th century Mm -hmm. horror game, Parasite Eve, Mm -hmm. um, action horror game, Resident Evil 4, horror shooter, Doom, and first-person horror, I have done Condemned Criminal Origins. I've got survival horror, where I've gone for Resident Evil 2 remake. Action horror, I've gone for the Dead Space remake. Psychological horror, I've plopped for Alan Wake. Scary non-horror game, we have Flying In at Bloodborne, and we have my free pick has gone, and I've picked Returnal. David's up next again. The next, the next game I had in is 20th Century Horror Game, but I've just had a quick Google, and I've got my dates wrong. So, I am going to pick... Let's go for Indie Horror, and I'm going to pick Inside. Oh, that was initially in there for me. Um, but then I googled it and I went on its Wikipedia page and it didn't say horror on there so I was like oh it's a scary non-horror game but I think it's a horror game I'm, I'm with you there I think so it's got yeah. horror elements to it there's something yeah there's like the the sort of what's it called the Orwellian horror 
I think it would be a good description. I, of it. I just think that game is so filled with like a sense of dread and oppressiveness, oppression mm-hmm. that I just I, I, it really unsettles me playing it. And you've got basically no escape, like no recourse to fight back against anything in it. It's true, like a survival, no. like you're just running to survive. Well, you're surviving until right at the end when every, everybody else has to survive. It's just that, yeah, it's also the, the sort of the fear of loss of control, right? Because you, yeah. you get that, there's like the little worms and stuff that mm. go in your brain and yeah, and you you go and you see the people marching in the background have obviously been impregnated by the worms and stuff like that. And let's not even talk about the ending because that is there's a horror in that that I cannot quite define. <laughs> yeah, like body horror, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah are, I'm trying to think of like other. I mean, because I guess I'm not going to pick them now. Like um, Outlast was on my list for indie horror game. Um, Cult of the Lamb was another one. Um, but they're perhaps more horror themed well certainly Cult of the Lamb is more horror themed than being horror it's not very scary Outlast is a game that I dearly want to put on my list because it is one of the scariest games I've ever played but the problem is it's so scary that I have not actually been able to properly play it beyond like an hour so it doesn't make it because I can't talk about it <laughs> yeah I guess not that would definitely fit as a first person horror game if you don't want to say the other thing mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd allow it Inside though is an incredible pick. Like, like I said, I nearly had myself. We must. We're about. We're surely about to get to something now that you've already picked from. Because I don't think there's anything left for me to do that you haven't chosen from already. Oh shit! Yeah, survival horror. Fuck. You've taken. I haven't done that yet, have I? There's probably one though that you've got. I feel like you've got the most options for. Yeah. Okay. So because I've just looked at the Wikipedia page and it's written in the very first sentence, for survival horror game, I am going to go for Silent Hill 2. Smart. A game we need to play. We need to play that again yes. to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, great uh, game. And I want to play 3 and 4. And then, of course, there'll be a remake at some point next year, so maybe we do one, you know, the original and then the, the remake. Is it next year? Must be. Has to be. That, um, that TV show's coming out in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Oh, shit, yeah. We did a podcast... And I don't remember what it was we were talking about, but we rated Silent Hill incredibly highly. I've, I'm hu- I'm massive on Silent Hill. I'm interested to see how it sort of my memory of that game is. It's like I'm going to like it like top five, mm. maybe of all time. Um, but it's been so long now. I struggled to, and it's been so long since I played it, and I think I've forgotten so much about it that I'm, I think I may struggle to actually talk authoritatively about it. <laughs> It's just incredibly scary and eerie yeah. and atmospheric. Psychological horror would fit in that. That's where I had it originally. Um, yeah, it's just incredibly... It's incre- It's an incredibly powerful game that actually, I think, is, is, is like bog-standard, middle-of-the-road and fine as they are. I think of a lot of the sort of latter Silent Hill IP iterations have undermined how good that game is. I think is. they have. Yeah, and um, they know that, obviously. The movies of the subsequent games, yeah, it's due for a, to come back. I think there's no chance you're picking my horror-themed game, so I can leave that for now, I think. So let's go. So what? Which that leaves me with horror shooter game, mm-hmm. 20th century horror game, which I need to think about because that's the one that 
I was going to pick Silent Hill 2 for and then realised it came out in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've got first person horror game to pick. So let's go. Um, how would you feel about, are you going to put up a fight for me putting Prey into a horror shooter game? It, horror shooter game? No, yes. I had that in scary non-horror game, but it's. I, I would say it absolutely works for horror shooter. I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so. Great game. Um, so praise in there. Love that game. So good. So atmospheric. Um, I love that the the game just sort of allows you to sort of push it. Like the the weapons mechanics. I think uh, having sort of met like sort of played that game a while ago now. and had time to think of it. The the weapons mechanics, the way it allows you to use your weapons and stuff to mess about with the environments and just sort of play with things is great and it's certainly certainly that thing where like you turn yourself into stuff or the foam that allows you to traverse areas that you wouldn't expect to be able to get to um and it there are something incredibly terrifying i, I think the the wet the enemy diversity is pretty poor but there there is still utterly scary to walk into a room and see some of those mimics yeah, run across your field of view and then disappear. Especially that when they get to be like the really brutal ones towards the end. There were elements yes. of like areas of that spa- uh, space yeah. station, whatever it is, where I just didn't go in it for ages because I could see them. I was like, I ain't going in there. I don't feel yeah. ready for it. And being yeah. being isolated out, if you're like spacewalking as well and you're like flying around in the zero G stuff, mm-hmm. when you get attacked out there, that can be pretty... I mean, just being yes. out there in general is quite a sort of a scary feeling mm-hmm. severely underrated yeah yeah and apparently really. has some dlc that's like amazing I, 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 yeah there's, there's i think a couple. I, I saw um when death loop came out and they were talking about like i saw skill up did a review of death loop and he said like he hate he hates it and he was saying like this is a really bad time loop game and if you want to play the time, the type of time loop game that that Deathloop should have been. You need to play Prey, whatever it's called, the, the uh, DLC okay. for Prey, because it's yeah. apparently like okay. a really crazy time loop thing. So we, I'd love to give that a try. Mm-hmm. I've resisted the pick, although, like I said to you, I think I said to you before, the pick I'm resisting from is one of the scariest games I've ever played. Even if I do have issues with it. Hmm. Oh right, that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. horror shooter game, Left for Dead was one of mine good show good show or blood is that your pick no 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 no. i've done doom didn't i but that was one of my backups was left oh. for dead did you have any more for that because now we can kind of freely talk about it um, let's have a yeah alien isolation was one of the ones that i'd been considering for for um shooter game because as much as i find that game frustrating and annoying that there are there are little to like to none to know enemies in video games that have filled me with the dread and horror that encounter in a room that has the alien running about in it is just utterly terrifying that game so that was that was certainly up there and that was the one that was that was sort of wavering between being the correct pick because i feel like that is sort of uh retconned into being a game that people love versus one that didn't review particularly well at the time mm-hmm. um but but my personal favorite of that is prey it sort of has horror as well as a fun game so um, that was my pick but um, I'm trying to think Outlast is another one again I had it on my list but didn't pick it what as a, um, as a shooter sorry I was thinking first person oh yeah have you done first person you haven't done that one yet have you 
I haven't done first person yet. Yeah. No. So some of my picks may. I may. Sh- I should shut my face because some of those picks may still rear their head again. Soma is a game that I wish I could include in this list, but I've never played it, so it doesn't make it. Next October, we can definitely pencil that in to be played. Hell yeah! So I have got to do scary non-horror. I've mm-hmm. got psychological. I've got indie, and I've got free pick. Those are my four left. Mm-hmm. One game I was really expecting to pick at some point, I don't actually think I will include anymore. So I will leave that category and maybe put it in there later. So what I'm going to do is go for indie horror game, and I am going to go with Inscription. That was the... I was thinking about that. We've recently um, thought of an idea for later on in the year when it comes to Christmas time of doing a a special episode where we both do our top 25 games ever each. And I initially put that in there and I may not actually take it out again. I think that game is so unique. Like I've not played anything else like it. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And genuinely like the beginning of the game is really, really spooky and just unpleasant to be involved in when you're sitting across from Lecce. Was it, is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, just, there's some, yeah, there's something like like um, intimidatingly sinister about him. Mm-hmm. Every so often, he like say or do something. You're like, oh, this guy is quite scary. There's something about him. Yeah, to to make a game that's a, essentially a card game that spooky and unsettling is a, a, just a work of genius. And then the the other shit that it throws at you later on, that's not quite in the horror the horror t- tone. Still brilliant. Fully agree with you there. Three to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm struggling with my 20th century horror game now because of the restrictions we have. Because <laughs> you can't pick a Resi game. <laughs> yeah, he's going um, for Clock Tower, lads. Clock Tower is going to come in. No, I think I think I'm I'm going to have to bend sort of the essence of the rules as far as possible and the only one I can really feel good about picking for that is Dino Crisis. Uh, I'm glad to see Dino Crisis is going in there somewhere. I um, wouldn't want it to If be I could have out. picked another Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 3 would have probably okay. gone in there. Yeah. Um, but Dino Crisis is awesome. Yeah, there's another one we've done a point about. We've done yeah, so many the of podcast. these. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Annoyingly, there's a game I've been excited about picking here that I've just realised there are it could go somewhere, but I think I've got that one place picked for something else. That's kind of how I've been feeling about so something. I think it's not going to make it. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling about something. Psychological horror has got one of two for me, and I really don't know which one I want to go for. So I'm going to leave that for now. And for now, I'm going to go for scary non-horror game, and I'm going to go Bioshock. Yeah, good choice. Hellblade was another one that I had in that list but I actually as I said to to you off air I, I just don't like Hellblade I didn't finish it because it did scare me it made me feel really uneasy I really didn't enjoy mm-hmm. the feeling of that game to play um, but I just just don't think it's that fun a game in, in any regard like it's not supposed to be fun but I had like so little fun playing it I just can't deal with it anymore yeah sure I, I remember so my and again it's been it's been so long I would need to actually go and play it again to feel like I could talk about it properly. But my my sort of takeaway memories from that game is it had a really fun sort of gameplay loop. Um, but it was a five hour game and that gameplay like they, I think the combat mechanics were really cool. Mm. Um, but it could have 
been doing with being a three-hour game rather than a five-hour game, yeah. I felt. It seems weird to to feel like I couldn't make it through a five-hour game, but I couldn't. Yeah, fully, fully with you in that. I'm looking through horror shooter games here. Have you still got to pick that? No, you've done you've done shooter, haven't you? Sorry, first-person horror. Yeah. That's what I'm searching through. Yeah, because Resident Evil 7 is gone. So is Village. Yeah, I've got, well, I've got my Resident Evil pick anyway, so... That's what I mean. Can't pick a Resident Evil... Oh, right, okay, that's why it's... Yeah, you're right, no one's picked those. Um, one that I, you're not going to pick, but was one of the scariest games I played briefly was Phasmophobia, which I'm just going to give it a mention. You, you played that? Is that the, the online yeah. one? Yeah, Where, played it with um, the PlayStation lot a little bit. Well, Peaston specifically. The one where it like says your name and stuff. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. You're a ghost hunter and you sort of pick your ghost hunting tools and then you go into this haunted house and you've got to try and find out. You've got to, you basically got to find out what kind of ghost it is and where and where they are or something like that. And you've got all these tools to like, so you like, you'll like go and you'll have this thing that'll detect stuff and you've got to leave it in a room and then it'll like turn itself off and stuff and you've got to go back in and turn it back on knowing that there's something in there that might jump out at you and kill you. Oh my God. I was actually screaming out loud when I was playing that game. Does it... Shook me to my core. Does it still, is it still jank as fuck? It's, yeah, it's jank as fuck and actually when you figure out what it's doing, it just it's, it's got like an hour of utter terror yeah. in it. And then after you get beyond that hour, you're just like, oh, this again. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> you just sort of you sort of get over it really quickly, which is a, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, but that that hour was maybe some of the scariest hour the scariest hour I've ever had in games. Oh my goodness! I was actually like like in like genuinely like screaming out loud at the top of my voice, running out of the house in game, obviously yeah. like slamming the door, <laughs> slamming the door, and the, run away. Yeah. Slamming the door on people I was playing with them and like locking them in the room because I just didn't want to be in there and like try to keep the ghost in the room. <laughs> is that why you have to like try and speak through a microphone to the ghost? Is that right? Yeah, you yeah. got a microphone. You got to push a button and like try and call out its name and stuff. And if you call out its name, it makes it angry and it'll come at you. You got to run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, oh, yeah, God, I wish that's game. a shame that you you know you found you figured it out that you couldn't get that again because I'd love to have experienced that. Oh. Oh my god, that game! <laughs> I, I mean, it's there. If you want to experience it, I will go in silent and play yeah. it with you because I can certainly help you ratchet up the tension. And actually, there's there's fun in that because I had friends that I was playing with that were doing that to us. Yeah, um, and there is fun in that because it's almost it, it's almost helpful to have someone there that knows what they're doing. Yeah, because then you can like sort of like as you're unable to think because you're so scared. There's someone just like poking at your word stuff and knowing you've got to go down stuff when the power goes out and you've got to go through the dark house oh my god and down right yeah we need to play that one day Alex okay (laughs) so I've got first person horror game that's not going to be Phasmophobia no and I've got horror themed game yeah I am so I've got two for horror themed game one that I just want to put in there and one game I actually genuinely like so I need to pick which one of those two I want to go in so first person horror games the one I need to pick I had thought about Blood because that was a good game yeah that was in my shooter category didn't make it Outlast obviously not played it enough House of the Dead don't think it's going to make it I also thought Typing of the Dead quick like fucking love Typing of the Dead a little bit um, but yeah, it's not making it. I'm going to have to put Alien Isolation in. 
for first person horror game. Okay. Like saying, I have issues with the game that I think are perfectly valid, but there are a few games that have elicited the dread that the alien does when you walk into a room and he's walking around. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a real um, tribute to fantastic AI design, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, the game is terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's just also annoying after a while. Yes. Well, and again, there's a podcast of ours out there if you want to hear there exactly what we're on about. Check it out. I don't know if we even talked about Bioshock that much, but that um, the big daddies and all that kind of shit, and the, when you get out of the bath sphere and you've got that guy rattling and his thing on the... When I first played that game, I loved the fact that... Or it's maybe just I wasn't very good at the game, but at the time, um, I loved how whenever you encountered a fight with a big daddy, so sort of when when you came out of the other side, you felt like you had just like, survived by the seat of your pants totally. and you sort of got out there just in time. Yeah, It just sort of nailed that where you're just like, oh my God, that that was a ride. Yeah. Um, it's so frantic. Then, as well. it's way more, I think yes. we said that. It's way more frantic than we remembered with all the noise mm-hmm. and just enemies swarming you from everywhere. That was my favourite thing. It's like um, there's a donkey video that talks about everyone yeah. saying how atmospheric Bioshock is and it just goes around with all the alarms and stuff going <laughs> yeah. off, which is so right. But at the time, it did feel that way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously a very oppressive setting, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in psychological then. And it's one of two. And the one that I think it's not going to be is Fatal Frame 2, or for us, it's Project Zero 2. I wish I had played a Fatal I think I said this before you started recording, I wish I'd played a Fatal Frame game. Yeah, they are very, very scary. Um, we did, I'm sure we had a Fatal Frame game on the list to play at some point for the podcast, and we just it fell off for some reason. I think I put one on there and then took it off because I was like, I don't want to make him buy, buy this game because it's not cheap and he might hate, he might nah. hate it. Yeah, maybe a bit, probably it. But if, you get, if you've got a working PlayStation 2... Don't think it's crazy expensive. Yes, I do. I do. I do. So it's either that for psychological horror, or it's layers of fear, and I don't know which mm. one to pick. Feel like the uh, hipster weeb crew will go for Fatal Frame Two the way that they won't go for Layers of Fear. But I haven't finished Fatal Frame Two or any of the Fatal Frame games because it just scared me that damn much. And again, if I look at the Wikipedia page, it does not say psychological horror in there, even though kind of is. Oh, there's a Wii edition, which we could play on Dolphin. Yeah. It's so funny that if you look at the genres on Wikipedia, it says survival horror and photography. <laughs> All right, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I think I am going to go for Layers of Fear. Yeah, I'm going to go Layers of Fear. Because that is a straight-up psychological horror. And as listeners will know, scared the fucking ass off me. I have no ass now. It's scared off. I remember Gone Home scaring me more than Layers of Fear did, which is funny because <laughs> it's not a horror game. Yeah, well, there you go. It's a scary non-horror game for you. <laughs> yeah, good choice, Alex. Fully on board with that. But again, check out the podcast, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We've only just done the that. O- I don't I, I will, that anymore. Yeah, I will say. I guess it's, they will say the the OG ones better, in my opinion, than the remake yes. that they did. Um, so it's now horror themed game for me. Mm-hmm. So, Cult of the Lamb yep. was on my list, but it's not going to make it. Love that game. Really good fun. Whimsy, whimsical, and just that. It's just got a fun gameplay loop. Um, sort of marries roguelike with 
base builder yeah. sim, which is just fun. Um, the one, the game that I've been, that, this is the thing as well. Like, I think so. I've got two games here. Okay, I'm, I'm back to. There's one that I think people will definitely vote for. Um, but it's not going in <laughs> because, like, I'm picking games. I'm just picking games that I want to be on this list rather than games I'm trying to win with. So that game's until dawn. That's the one I've been trying. I, mm-hmm. I, I really love, but I've been trying to like crowbar in. Oh, I just I don't see. think I've got a space for it. Um, the one that is going in there is a game that there was no chance you'd ever picked, so I just left it to last. But Weird West. Oh, okay. That is a sort of top-down RPG that has... Um, I'm forgetting the author now. What's the author with the cat with the N-word? What? The author with the cat? Oh, Lovecraft. Yeah, it's it's, it's a Lovecraftian top-down RPG um, with like supernatural horror elements to it. But yeah, it's, it's definitely not a horror game. It's a, it's a Wild West game. And the thing I love about that game is that this is another game that lets you sort of push at the boundaries of what it is. So, like, you can you can walk into a town and kill everyone in the town, and the town will, everyone in the town will stay dead. And the game is created in a way such that they'll have a sort of base quest giver, but you can kill the quest giver before they become a quest giver, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. and not know who they are. And the game will find ways to give you the same quest in different different ways, and it's just really smart that it allows you to sort of manipulate the people in the world and, and interact with them in different ways um, and you change character who you are throughout the game and you can encounter characters that you used to be and um, depending on who you are and how you act they'll interact with you differently and they can like join with you or go off and you can end up killing them to get their stuff and you pick up the stuff that you had when you stop being that character or you can like I say make friends with them and stuff like that and a really really smart and interesting game that deserves more love than it gets so I'm going to give it love, and I'm going to put it in horror-themed game. I did not know that Weird West is a genre. Is it? Because mm. while you were talking about that, I've been sort of trying to sit here thinking, like, is that still a horror theme, or is it a Western theme? But when you look at what Weird West is, it is apparently a term used for the hybrid genres of fantasy, Western, horror, Western, and science fiction Western. Interesting. But... My backups that I had for horror-themed games, Devil May Cry, um, obviously because that's themed around... Until Dawn isn't a horror-themed game either, so I don't know why I had that. It's... Um, I guess it is because it's like... The theme is that it's a like a slasher film, but it's... It's a teen slasher, right? Yeah, but it's more of like a point-and-click almost. Um, Darkest Dungeon was another one that I had. That's obviously... <sighs> that's a game that I... Have spent a lot, spent a lot of time with, but I've done the sort of introductory five hours a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking hard. That's why. Yeah, big fan of the idea of that game. Yes, um, I've just, I probably need someone to just sit with me for a bit with it that, that gets it. I remember you playing that on your Switch when you stayed around my parents' house all those years ago. It's always a game I download and take with me whenever I take my Switch places. That and um, Slay the Spire is two excellent Switch games right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other horror-themed yes. game that I potentially would have picked had you stolen Symphony of the Night from me would be Vampire Survivors. I wondered if that was going to make the list because yeah. I, I kept when I was Googling horror games, it kept coming up. Yeah. And I did wonder because you were, you were hard into that game I for about really a week was. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, that's your 10, right? So I've just got one more. Yeah, it is. So mine is my free pick, and I have three choices for here, one of which David has already mentioned, which is House of the Dead. The other is Dead Rising. And the last one that I was trying Did to... Did you get... play that game after you bought it on Steam? How, I haven't played how it yet, no. Hold, how does that hold up? Okay. Because that's one that I want to know how well it holds up. Mm-hmm. I was watching a video the I other think, day. I think, I think I might get it now, I guess. is the. Yeah, I feel I felt that way too. Like I loved it when it came out, but there was but I never really engaged with it properly. I loved it till I ran out of time. Then I was like, "What the fuck's this?" And I think I put it down. Yeah, and never went back. But but until I ran out of time, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, and I loved the the second one as well. That was really fun. Like making the little hodgepodge DIY weapons mm. that just yeah made the game completely stupid. The only one I've completed, I think, is it. Four, the one that's just a bog standard open oh that's game. supposed to be terrible isn't it that one it's not great it's just it's really bland that's the, is that the one that's set at like Christmas yeah yeah there's a video I'll send to you later that you could there'll be some good bedtime watching for you where there's apparently an achievement in the game that is like just fucking stupid to get um it's not like kill 50,000 in one that's not quite like in, in what is that called in Gears, insane, insane or impossible? Some, yeah, there's some KDB able to help us out with that. Yeah, uh, this is like you've got to survive in the game for I don't remember how long it is, but it's like real time gameplay. You're talking like twelve hours or something, just without dying or going hungry. And it's a really interesting video that the guy did to try and like the, the methods you have to utilize to to make that actually work is stupid. Like it's just ludicrous. So I'll send you that video and you'll see what I mean. Yeah. Now, the other game that I could potentially go for for free pick, if you're okay with it being classed as a game that I kept trying to push you towards for first person was PT. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't think I ever would have picked you. You're quite free to pick it. I think the reason it wouldn't have made mine is I... It, there's, at some point, it felt like more of a marketing tool. And I think mm-hmm. the sort of having the hoops that you had, to, you know, like they... I feel like the game was designed in a way that was supposed to stimulate internet discussion where people were sort of tearing the game and discussing it. Nobody really Um, knew how to beat it for a while. No, in my opinion, it sort of lost a bit element of its horror because of that. It was more of a... It was designed in that way to make people speak about it and become a marketing tool. Mm. And yeah, I think it lost some of its gaminess. I think the Resident Evil 7 demo had a slight tinge to that as well with the fingers that people were finding it yeah Yeah. Um, fully would understand why you would pick it though Um, and it is a legend a game that has hit legendary status that never actually got released so yeah it'll get you some votes for sure probably the best lost game ever I would have said yeah Um, alright yeah I'm going to go with PT then Purely because I, I actually, that's one of the few games that my wife and I have played together and we were both absolutely shitting ourselves. <laughs> um, and I think, as you say, it was a marketing tool, but I mean, have you ever, has there ever been a cooler marketing tool than that? I don't think I've oh, resonated no, no. with anything other more than I have with that one. That was, uh, yeah, just. You're, you're so, right though, the actual so like, well beginning created. of that game where you're, you're walking through the corridor and it starts to, and you realise it's looping on itself and every time you go into the corridor something's different yeah. and you start getting glimmers of people like that sort of stuff I'm fully on board with it's just the 
speaking into your microphone and shit like that. that you have to speak into the microphone? Yeah. Do you? Oh, there's a bit where you, Yeah. Um, I don't remember that. Jareth or something. You've got uh, you've got to say something in the, micro- in the microphone anyway to get a certain ending. Oh, maybe I didn't um, get that ending. Yeah, and there's a bit where you sort of, the, you know, the hallway with them where you're walking around and you can, you look up and there's someone up there. Yeah. What, looking at, oh my God. That's the worst terrifying. bit. That is the worst bit. She's just right at the end of that, yeah. Don't you have to like run quickly into a side room or something to get out of the water? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got it, though. Still on my PlayStation downstairs. Sell it. Remortgage your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really, really arsehole of Konami to completely just remove that from sale. I mean, yeah. there's money just down the it toilet. It felt spiteful. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. But yeah. they're so fucking in love with money. I mean, that's that would have made them more money than a pachink. No, it wouldn't. Vince McMahon would have, would have left up there and sold it. Yeah, he certainly would, and then he'd get really upset when no one lets him play it anymore. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently he's recently just been ousted, hasn't he, from creative control, and he's really upset because he, he thought that um, selling the company or whatever would allow him his way back in after he got ousted for being a big, dirty perv. And then what's actually happened is the UFC company have just been like, nah, you're shit. You're an old man, he's piss off. Awful. Triple H is doing it. So. Kind of hope. I kind of hope um, WWE gets good again. <laughs> it's uh, there's a potential for it. People seem to be thinking yeah. it's it has been good recently. Very interesting. Jesus, I can turn anything into wrestling talk. Well, that was you who did that. You said Vince McMahon. So yeah, I'm not to blame. Yeah. It's fine. You don't worry. You've also talking on the wrestling talk. You've got a Don Callis Brown note TikTok to look out for fans. So did you make it in this podcast? Uh, not as good as you would have done it, but it's in, it, there's a Don Callis Brown note in there. Did you discussion? Oh, sorry, you didn't make the. South, you basically you didn't put you, the South Park the together Cal- with the. No. Okay. Nah, nah, I could be bothered with that. Oh, you uh, you basically just talk about it, and then I have got the Don Callis entrance. Nice. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, it's good enough. Yep. Uh, right. That's the draft done. Here's a recap. Survival horror. I've got the Resident Evil 2. I've got Silent Hill 2. Action horror. I've got Dead Space Remake. I've got Resident Evil 4. Psychological horror game. My pick is going to be Alan Wake. Mine is Layers of Fear. First person horror game. I've gone for Alien Isolation. I have gone for Condemned Criminal Origins. Two Sega games there. Strong. Scary non-horror game. I've gone for Bloodborne. I've gone for Bioshock because David picked Bloodborne instead of me being able to do it. Indie horror game. I've got Inside. I've got Inscription. Great game. Yeah. 20th century horror game. Dinosaur. Dino, dinosaur? Dino Crisis. <laughs> I've watched too much Peppa Pig recently for that to have meant anything else in my head when you said dinosaur there. Um, Jesus Christ, that's one for the fucking dads, isn't it? Bloody hell. <laughs> Luckily for him, David has no idea what I'm on about. Um, sorry what was that oh 20th century I have got Parasite Bloody Eve horror shooter game I've gone for Prey I have gone for Doom horror themed game Weird West Castlevania Symphony of the Night and our free picks I've got Returnal and I have got PT 
Another interesting and strong list of games there. Yeah, 20 games that have the winner as you seal of approval. Yes. Seal of acknowledgement I would prefer to give to Alien Ice. <laughs> it's a yes. It's a very effective horror game that we didn't enjoy. It is extremely that. <laughs> we enjoyed I think we still enjoyed it more than IGN. Didn't they give it four out of ten? Yeah, they hated it. Yeah. <laughs> um So they took all the flack way before we even got involved. So nobody had ever yeah. come at us for that. And you kind That's of redeemed true. yourself yeah. by putting it in there now. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I say, I think I. It's a game I. I think about that game far more than it deserves to it's be. It's rent free in both our heads. It, it is. Um, constantly think about that game because I've, I've gone. For, I like. I simultaneously hate it and appreciate it at the same time. Yeah. And I find that very frustrating, and I can't. I can't quite equate those things in my in my head. The thing I like the most about Alien Isolation is that we've both finished it and we can talk about it with experience and never have to touch it again. Yes. That's what I like about it. Um, its greatest achievement, aside from being one of the scariest games I've ever played, is, I say this all the time, loving, faithful recreation of an alien world. What, like a, the ti- alien what a tie-in game. It's fucking outrageously yeah. good. It's just, it, it's per- not, it's it is perfect. Genuine, yes, yeah. Genuinely perfect for walking around that ship. I just wish it wasn't so interrupted by an asshole that ruins the game constantly. <laughs> just go away. I want to look at this 70s version of the future computer, please. Piss off. <laughs> Instead, I'm hiding in a fucking air vent. For 15 <laughs> I know minutes what air vents look like. They haven't changed. <laughs> Piss off. I want to look at the little fucking. Bird thing with water in it, like going up and down on somebody's table. You twat! I can't believe I got through that game, but we did it. We did it. We've what made an it ordeal that you were put through for mm. that? For for you, dear listener, David nearly uh. lost his sanity. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I guess that brings us to the end of another episode of the Winners You podcast if you liked what you heard and even if you didn't why not give our numbers a bump by subscribing to us on your podcast feed of choice or if you prefer to imbibe your podcast in a visual format you can head on over to YouTube and search for a Winners You podcast where you can subscribe to our YouTube channel if the podcast isn't enough for your bi-weekly dose of a Winner Is You chattery, you can also follow us on the website, formerly known as Twitter, at WinnerIsYouPod, and you can even send us an email to tell us how wrong we were about our gaming opinions, particularly tonight when we're listing games, to winnersupod at gmail.com. Alex and I also have formerly known as Twitter accounts, at DavidSmiley1 and at SuperThrillix, respectively. We also have TikTok now. Uh, just search for Winner Is You. It'll pop up. It's fine. Um... Any housekeeping, Alex? Other than to go onto our Twitter that David's just mentioned and vote for whose list is better. Should be up by the time you hear this. And then I'm going on holiday. You're off on holiday. Yeah. And I actually think, if you, looking at this list, you may, you may be safely be able to say you, you're able to win again. Something you can't say on your other podcast. So oh, I never maybe it feels... Ever. Have you voted on that? <laughs> you... Have you voted on the current one? one okay. Not the current one. The problem do you is, find though, yourself Alex, just voting you, for me, or do you vote for? Your, I would, yeah, I just generally vote for you Thanks. because, it, like, I generally agree with you on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to check, if you want, if you like video game news, check out my Substack. Do it. Over Substack. Check Super Smiley. Um, I write a Friday, mostly Friday, 
<laughs> video game news roundup. Sometimes it appears at the weekend, but you do get it. Um, where I can tell you who's lost their job each week, which feels like the only thing I'm doing at the moment. Well, that's the only thing the industry's doing. Yes. Um, and I guess on that bombshell, I've been David, he's been Alex, we have been a winner's you, and I am out. Bye. <laughs>